sport is the focus of the movie Lords of Dogtown? Well, I know this. I've I own the movie on DVD. Okay, okay. I've never <laughs> I've never seen the movie, but I mean, you it's, just own it's it. Skateboarding. Though. It's skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I cool, I, cool, I cool. think it was a movie that my parents bought me on DVD when I was like thirteen. Exact same. And yeah. yeah, and I've never watched it. Um, mm-hmm. I should watch Lords of Dogtown. I own it on DVD. It's somewhere. Maybe in we'll do that sometime. I, and we'll... Yeah, not soon because it's absolutely in a storage unit somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and I do not know where. I'd have to it would take me like all day to find yeah. the copy, and it would be much easier just to watch it on a yeah. streaming service. But if we're gonna watch it, I'll watch my DVD copy because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I own how it. how are my levels? By the way, am I, am I is my audio okay? You sound good to me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just double yeah. check. No, you sound phenomenal, honestly. Good. It's so podcast of me to be like, can you check my levels? Yeah. Can you check how my levels? Yeah. Um, I mean, you sound great. Honestly, your voice right now, if you narrated like a David Attenborough style nature documentary, (laughs) I would watch it. You'd watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you you test that out real quick? Like, okay, I'm going to give you a picture. I'm going to give you a picture. Uh, There's a, a bunch of flamingos in a pond. Okay. Okay. And there is an alligator that's like creeping towards them. And scenes, action scenes. What you say at the end? Flamingos might have. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm not good at improv, but I can. If you gave me a script yeah. here, uh, okay, that's fair. That's flamingos fair. are enjoying their basking in the afternoon sunlight, but let's just say someone might have showed up late to the party, and then the. <laughs> An alligator. an alligator attacks a flamingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might not be alone yeah. here. And you're like, uh, ow, that's ow. gotta hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, awful, awful start. Um, It'll I, get better, though, because you're taking improv classes. Yeah, yeah. How are those um, going? Oh, they're not. They're not going great because oh, you had COVID, so you could yeah. Great, go. great segue. Yeah, um, we haven't actually that. addressed it on the podcast yet. Yeah, I haven't addressed it anywhere. So I'm gonna I'm gonna run through it quick, just really quick. But I got COVID, and the thing is, um, well, first of all, I'm fine now. Tested negative. Like I'm 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 all good. Uh, but about two or three hours before I tested positive, I was hanging out with Jeff and Miles for the ambulance episode two weeks ago and uh so i was like they definitely have it and thank god you you're fine you never tested positive yeah which was crazy um, i tested like a few times it's insane yeah what yeah. sucks is that of course you're in chicago and we still had to record yeah remote. the john munson episode <laughs> it's just <laughs> remote insane but we still you know we had a good time we, we had a good time while we could um yeah yeah but everything's fine now uh covid was bad though i will say covid is not fun it is kind of painful um but thankfully but luckily you were vaccinated yeah literally that's what i was thinking i'm like the the vaccine the boost like that that really made it i feel like a lot better than it could have been uh because it was really only i don't want to downplay how bad it is but but it was only one day for me that was like unbearable yeah um and that's with being like triple vaxxed so yeah yeah just yeah. imagine if you it weren't was, i know yeah and then after that it's like i just i was downing advil and drinking a lot of water and getting a lot of rest and I, you know i felt good the next day so yeah thank god that's good 
Yeah. But here we are back at it. Yeah, um, how, so that was how your week was. <clears throat> that's well, that was how like th- my week was three weeks ago. It's been so long yeah. since we've recorded an episode that's coming out the week of. Yeah. And we still like. have one that we recorded like three weeks ago yep. that's coming we out the, in a week from now. The advice episode is coming just so everybody's know. Yep. We didn't forget about it. Uh, we recorded it three weeks ago. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's coming. So how was how, four weeks ago almost? How was your week, Jeff? I should ask. Yeah, my week was okay. I'm back in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's very warm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I went to a Tampa Bay Lightning hockey game. There we go. Uh, the playoffs are almost starting. Yeah. And yeah. they're they're looking to three-peat as champions. Wow. Making them, Good for them. one of the greatest teams of all time. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, exciting. Yeah. So, Man. go Tampa Bay Lightning. Go Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Oh, they also visited the White the House. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. So uh, that's really that's, that's cool for, for them. them. They did that yeah. last week or this week. Last Damn. week, if you're listening to this after it comes out, but for me recording yeah, yeah, this yeah. week. Nice. Congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning on such a great year. I'm so proud of this team. Yeah, they're your favorite hockey team, you would say. It's true. Yeah, of all yeah. my hockey knowledge, I love the Tampa yeah. Bay Lightning. I mean, the you most. do have the Minnesota Wild. Um, which are you know well they're actually great this year okay you know every now and then guy named Kirill Kaprizov who is incredible okay every now and then I ask my dad I'm like how are they doing and he's like yeah and he never really gives me an answer well if you ask him (laughs) now he's gonna be like tremendous he's gonna be happy yeah 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 um well speaking of talented people uh massive talent today we're talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent this episode is brought to you by felix gray glasses guys we want to protect your eyes we want to make sure those eyes feel okay and the best we're being bombarded by blue lights (laughs) we're we're looking at screens your phone blue light your computer monitor blue light your tv your ipad your apple watch if you're like light bulb yeah yeah, light It's it's coming at you from every angle, especially if you're a movie fan and, and are watching a lot of movies on your laptop or on your TV at home. It's like, you know, you, you need to protect those eyes of yours. And listen, Felix Gray has the solution with their blue light glasses. Uh, yeah. And I have found benefits from wearing these Carson Runquist. Now, absolutely. you actually already owned blue light glasses from the other guys. I did. I'm not Now, gonna... how do those compare? I'm not going to name names, no, but I, as someone who has like experimented with different blue light glasses over the years, it's not just one time. It's like a few different times. It's like, you know, I've been trying to find blue light glasses that actually feel like they're making a difference, you know, and those other blue light glasses, I was like, they're fine. They're good. But Felix gray blue light glasses are the real deal. I mean, they actually, I go to bed feeling a lot better just in the eye area. I sleep a lot harder um i it doesn't feel i don't get like headaches while working anymore it's like they really protect you sleep harder yeah yeah what are you talking what is, about what I does sleep, that mean it's like another way of saying like, i sleep deeper like i, I get yeah okay that, see, i've heard that i've never but heard I, anyone say i sleep harder I, i'm a it's a hard sleep you know it's a it's a very <laughs> it's a deep it's a deep sleep i i've been sleeping i'll just say i sleep better i should just yeah, say i sleep yeah, yeah. better um yeah, and that's all thanks to the fact that blue light glasses from Felix Gray 
are just protecting my eyes. You know, they're, they're, they have the technology that actually works. And yeah, I, I can't recommend them enough. Yeah. And here's another benefit of them. They make us look much cooler. That's a big benefit. Yeah. We both wear them just out and about, even though yeah, we're not yeah. looking at screens. Yeah. They're, I definitely always wear them when I am looking at a screen, like now during the podcast. And you normally do during the podcast, but you forgot yours uh, somewhere else because you were wearing them out. <laughs> because this is, you, it's funny. I don't have them here because I was wearing them out, which is yeah. silly, but I just think I look really good in them. I, they're honestly like kind of my favorite thing. So yeah, I wear them I a lot too. I, I, I like how they look. Yeah. Uh, and that's just like a side benefit. But the, yeah. the frames are very high quality. Yeah, no. it's They're really... Like this is all, all metal, baby. No plastic yeah. here. I have a weird face, you know, and it's like, I'm just glad that the, the glasses, you know, they they fit nice on my face, which has always been a difficult yeah. thing for me. But, you know, Felix Grey, they're high quality, you know, in their build and in the lenses themselves. Yeah, and the blue light is uh, filtering is built into the lens. Yep. It's not like a filter... Yeah. over the top that you know you could just like peel off or scratch off which yeah. is how a lot of the cheaper blue light glasses um are produced these yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all it's all blue light filtering right through the yep. lens uh very clear lenses that i forget i'm wearing them a lot of the time yep uh until uh, i look in a mirror and say wow that guy's handsome and then i'm exactly. like that's me that's and then i look on the monitor i'm like wow that guy's handsome, handsome too and that's you that's carson he's talking Runquist. about he's talking about carson Runquist. and i am yeah. like that guy's face is not weird at all <laughs> <laughs> well, for the best blue light glasses on the market, use our URL, felixgrayglasses.com slash KCAST. KCAST. K-C-A-S-T. Non-prescription and prescription are available. Check them out now, felixgrayglasses.com slash KCAST. That's F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash k-c-a-s-t free shipping free returns free exchanges felixgrayglasses.com slash helps you find the right look for you kcast that's, that's the slash it's slash that's kcast the, yeah it's slash kcast they've been in the game for five years Carson <clears throat> they know what they're doing you could say that again they've been in the game for five <laughs> yeah uh, aka the Nick Cage movie that it's a it's a very long name for I'm like, they could have come up with something else. Well, but... all the ads just call it massive talent to not <laughs> yeah, confuse they... the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of... I'm like, they had to write that so many times yeah. in so many different forms. But Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. uh, Benjamin Button, where everyone just calls yeah, it yeah, Benjamin yeah. Button. But the Curious it's... Case of Benjamin yeah. Button. Or the Birdman, or the whatever, 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 whatever. Forget what it's... Yeah. Wait, I, I don't... No, I need to get the... It doesn't matter. Or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Yeah right um anyway that's we're talking about those are other long titles <laughs> yes <laughs> for anyone who is on the edge of their seats about it um today we're talking about that new nick cage movie it stars nick cage he plays nick cage um the the unbearable weight of massive talent and i'm gonna read the synopsis uh unfulfilled and facing financial ruin, actor Nick Cage accepts a $1 million offer to attend a wealthy fan's birthday party. Things take a wildly unexpected turn when a CIA operative recruits Cage for an unusual mission. Taking on the role of a lifetime, he soon finds himself channeling his most iconic and beloved characters to save himself and his loved ones. Uh, yeah. Directed by Tom Gormican? 
did not I looked him up. He hasn't done a lot of other things. Um but yeah, stars Nick Cage, Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish is in there. Um and it is out. It was I th- I believe like one of the opening films at South by Southwest too. So Yeah. Anyway, it's uh it's out and we've seen it. And we have seen it. J- Jeff, I am gonna be honest, this might be our biggest yeah. difference. <laughs> I think so. When I got out, I was I didn't expect you to have reviewed it yet because usually you wait until after the podcast because um, I forget. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly, you should. That's like smart because then we go into it blind, not yeah. sure what each other think. Uh, but this time you had it rated, yep. and I was genuinely surprised. But I was like, this will make for I think an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, upon reflection, I would probably go down a little bit. I mean, you know, I, I did have a beer while i was watching it that well, it was that's, like a, it was a movie theater where you you it's like one of those then we had see what's funny is i went to the matinee screening of this where it was like yeah. me and maybe like three other people and you got to have like a beer and you made a whole yeah i, I was with my parents like in recliners oh, drinking that's, beer. that's pretty fun now that's yeah that's a good time <laughs> uh, no it, it was a good time that's the thing right? yeah um just initial thoughts about this film yeah this film is stupid <laughs> it's one of one of the dumbest things I've seen in so long. Yeah. But not in a like in a guns akimbo way, like where it's it's stupid but it's like trying to be cool. Yeah. Like this movie knows it's stupid. Yes. Like very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um which is something I do appreciate. I do appreciate that about it. It's that it doesn't actually for a second like try to take itself seriously. Like ev- the message it's trying to to have is, which it shouldn't even have a message. It's just a movie about Nick Cage. Um, like it does, it doesn't spend a lot of time on that, which is something I like. Yeah. Um, See, I have a theory about this film. Uh huh. I think that a lot of um, like film Twitter and Letterbox people hate this movie. Really. Um, well, I mean that's it's pretty verifiable if you just look at reviews of like everyone I follow <laughs> hates this movie. Uh, like you. Well, I. <laughs> uh, that's what I was surprised though is that I I feel kind of like alone. The only other person I know that really didn't like this was Zachary Shevich from Yeah, I Intercut. saw that. Um, and it's I everybody else I know is like actually kind of really liked yeah, it. I'll say why why yeah. Olaf did why like Olaf didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Demi didn't like it. Demi didn't. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now I remember. Yeah yeah yeah. Um. Interesting, because yeah. I, 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 I do know a lot like, of people that really like. Ayanna Murray did not like it. Okay, okay. Interesting. I man, your, I, just, your I was blind. Letterbox rival Brat Pitt did not like. Brat it. Brat Pitt did not. <laughs> the receipts are showing up. Um, yeah. Let's now, see. Let's see. Here's my uh, trying to rationalize this. Yeah. I really think that the way this movie was initially pitched to the public uh-huh. was this kind of career revival for Nick Cage. Yes. And it's not that at all. No. It's like people were pitching this as if it was going to start some kind of Nick Cage, you know, renaissance, like how Bill Murray after, you know, had after Rushmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this movie is not like uh, that kind of movie. This movie is just a stupid blockbuster film. It, yeah i mean and it's like it it's in your face about that yeah while you're watching the movie it's like 
this is we're making a blockbuster movie yep. right now. And people um, were like, oh, I want to show off Nick Cage's acting ability because obviously Nick Cage no, yeah. is a noted, tremendously talented and you know varied actor. Yeah. Uh, this film does not do that. Yeah. Nick Cage barely has to act in this movie. <laughs> this movie well, is inter- stupid. He is kind of having... That's what's... I feel like that's what confused a lot of people is like he is having like this new uh moment in his uh career because of pig last year which was like a massive success and like put it almost got him an oscar nomination all that and i think a mix of that with this movie all about him everyone's like cage is back he's doing his thing and yeah i think people were kind of expecting yeah especially when like i i remember when the headlines started coming out being like nick cage set to play nick cage and and it was like is taking very seriously. People are like, well, let's we'll yep. see how this is. Um, I I will be honest. I, I knew it was, was going to be stupid. I did not know this was going to play as like just Hollywood blockbuster as it was. Like this is just a Hollywood comedy, yep. really. It's, it's just a comedy. And um, I think a lot of my my issues with it come from the fact that it's not really my sense of humor, but also... I think Nick Cage is a lot funnier than this movie is, but that's just I think I'm I'm not even the biggest Nick Cage fan. Yeah. Um I'm not either. I, I'm not like a Right, know, yeah, Cage yeah, yeah. Guy who has those Nick Cage face pillows. Yeah. <laughs> Which they have in the movie. Yeah. We should acknowledge. Um before I get too far though, I'm are your parents Nick Cage fans? Like how did they, no, they my parents this? honestly barely even <laughs> like movies. <laughs> That's like funny. yeah, they go to the theater like a few times a year. Yeah, yeah, you know. So they did they like this or they did like what okay. they liked it more than I did I think. Oh wow, okay, yeah. I yeah, um because it's a it's a crowd pleasing blockbuster at the end of it's the a day. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it's a crowd. You don't have to think. Like that's the thing. People wanted to have to think about this movie. Yeah, the thing is though is that just like it felt. I I get that. Yeah, it it is a, a crowd pleasing blockbuster that is pretty easy it, it's got a formula down almost like it's it's literally saying it in the movie they're like oh what are we gonna do for the third act or like we need something yeah. plot driven and that's when like the plot kicks in in the movie which felt very like deadpooly sometimes right. just in like this like 2020 breaking the fourth wall thing which i i'm also like not usually a fan of which so i was like all right um but yeah i think it's just i did expect more from like Nick Cage or for this to be a bit more Nick Cage specific than just a Hollywood blockbuster, which is, I guess is on my expectations, but I I just feel like it had so much potential and Mm -hmm. ended up being kind of just a, just a Hollywood blockbuster, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, I think that, Pedro Pascal was better than Nick Cage in this movie. He was. He was so good in this movie. Like he was really funny. Yeah. That that is yeah, the, <laughs> it's funny to see cuz like he Nick Cage is kind of out on doing like press again. He hasn't been on like a late night show. Like I watched his Jimmy Kimmel interview and he's like this is the first late night show I've been on in like 15 years and it's like you kind of remember why, because it's like Nick Cage is kind of like shaky with the acting from time to time. If he's trying to be like genuine or like, 
um like there's a reason he's kind of an outsider these days um and yeah i don't know it 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 just it was just a weird movie yeah <laughs> like felt really weird seeing nick cage do his thing in this hollywood blockbuster formula that i think if you're in the right mood maybe like having a beer right could be really fun yeah but i was like just it's like what is this movie yeah oh it's a um, weird movie <laughs> yeah but that's the thing i i i'm i was totally on board from the get-go i'm like oh sweet i don't have to think <laughs> like even the editing of this film like the the transition between scenes whenever there was yeah. a scene that was gonna have like this expl- like explanation you know uh dialogue they would just yeah. be like i was like ah oh, this is gonna be boring for a minute and then they would just cut right to the next thing i'm like oh sweet. they do they barely hold on the only moment i feel like they really try to hold on is like the family therapy scene yeah uh That's when the only... they all come to majorca yeah. it's like the um, only scene that actually plays out all the way through yeah the rest of them are like okay so you understand what the scene is about next right. thing right i i think a, th- a thing that really because I think that's great. I think the the movie moves along. Like it's not. It's definitely not a, sl- a slow yeah. character drama the way they like kind of meta explain it. Um, I I think I I just was really uninterested in the plot too. Like the whole kidnapping the daughter and there's like a cartel and like it's in Mallorca and there's like the CIA. It just felt. I'm like, that's not. I I always thought that like Nick Cage movies are a little more absurd and like out there with their plots and they they pitch this as like the most Nick Cage movie ever and I'm like no it feels like a a Hollywood blockbuster that plugged Nick Cage into it as the protagonist mm-hmm. which isn't a bad time it's, you're going to get Nick Cage doing his thing and like a ton of Nick Cage references um but I was just like if this really wanted to go full him i i think if he had more control of the movie this would be a lot uh either like bloodier or just like funnier crazier yeah uh but you know you get you get what you get i guess um no and that's the thing i totally understand why people don't like this and mm -hmm. I, i think it really is just all based on expectations and what the film was pitched at and what people wanted it to be yeah you know, because I, I see how, like, you wanted this film to be something else because it obviously had the potential for the film to be what you wanted it to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I did want it to be a lot better. In, or, <laughs> that, that's, you're right. Uh, I, 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 well, yeah. That's the thing when it, it comes down to just, like, what you, how you have, like, because I, I like Barb and Star a lot more than most right. of the population. And... <laughs> <laughs> that's and pop star and pop star really anything which, that has star in it anything <laughs> <laughs> um oh, i was trying to think of more more examples um but star wars star wars yeah big star star trek <laughs> star trek yeah um but i yeah starsky if, and if, hutch starsky <laughs> Fuck! Why you, I can't come up with any of them. Um, yeah. Never mind. I I, I thought I had one. Uh, I I just don't think like the filmmaking makes up for the fact that it's not my type of movie. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, 
Because, like, Barb and Star, I can definitely understand. I'm just, like, I think Barb and Star is a good, like, comparison because that's the only other, like, Hollywood blockbuster comedy that we've had. And that's why I was, like, actually really bummed that I didn't like this because I was, like, I'm such a... I love it when there's a new Hollywood comedy that, like, has a sizable budget behind it Mm because that feels like a rarity. But this just felt, like, you know plug in that villain plug in this plot point you know we're making a movie inside a movie type of thing which is fun but just wasn't enough for me uh yeah especially when it's nick cage and his it's not even nick cage like i mean pedro pascal was great but the rest of the like they didn't no one brought the the acting chops to this movie which is fine it's crazy to expect that for this kind of movie but i do think Tiffany Haddish was not given as much as she could have been given in the movie. I think she's a lot funnier than the movie gives her credit for, but that's a yeah separate conversation. Um, anyway, I feel like that was a really jumbled uh, conversation, but I, I mean, mean that's I, classic Karst cast. I, that's Karst cast for that's you. That's our logic. Um, what uh, did you get? Most of the this this movie throws a lot of references at. You. Yeah, I was I got I like mean, half of them. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've only seen, like, a third of the Nick Cage movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, like, one of those things where it's, like, when when he brought up, like, Mandy, which is one of my, probably my favorite Nick Cage movie, Mm -hmm. I was, like, you know, you do feel kind of good inside. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He never brought up Adaptation, which was interesting, because I feel like that's one of, he didn't bring up a lot of his, like, critically, like, Leaving Las Vegas was the one that he got his Oscar for. I don't think they mentioned it. They brought Um, up National Treasure, so that's... That's they did I bring up it. national. I was literally, I was waiting for national treasure the whole movie because I was like, yeah. that's what introduced me to Cage personally. They, they did the. It's funny. I just saw Wild at Heart, and that character from Wild at Heart is like the ghost character that keeps showing up, and they call him Nikki. Um, I thought that was kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I'm just like weird, weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I'd probably lower my rating slightly now that I didn't rate it immediately after watching it while a little bit drunk. Yeah. But See, I'm still much higher on it than you are. I think so. I think so. Only just because it was like a fun time. Didn't have to think. Right. That, right, that right. was like, you know, I'm rating it against that. Obviously, uh, you know, this was for me in my like Marvel movie scale, mm-hmm. um, which is different. You know, obviously, than my like Wes Anderson, yeah, scale, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that makes that makes sense. Um, and that's the thing. It's like I don't have. It's it's not a movie that's actively doing any harm. It's like I am not upset that this movie exists. I'm actually yeah. surprised. I I saw it with Cookie, and we were talking about it afterward, and we we're like, it's kind of crazy that this got funded. Um, <laughs> like. Doesn't have the biggest budget, thirty million dollars, but um, we we were convinced it was like a money money laundering scheme yeah. behind the studio. <laughs> They're like, we'll just make the Nick Cage movie then. Yeah, I mean, I will say the the locales were very pretty. Yeah, yeah. Was it shot in Majorca, or is it? That's just a good like question. Malta I, or something? Yeah. Where was massive talent filmed? See, oh, it was Croatia. It was actually Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah which probably That's was funny. really cheap to film there, honestly. 
Yeah, I was surprised when I saw the budget when it was just thirty million because I'm like, that's I feel like that's pretty cheap by blockbuster yeah standards these days. I mean, yeah, it's I I yeah it it is. It's not the worst thing in the world. I don't want to... I feel like I was a little dramatic with my score originally because I'm like, it's a perfectly fine Hollywood blockbuster, but I think I am just bummed at how it waters down Nick Cage this much Yeah. when I think this could have been so funny and so ridiculous. Yeah. But I... No, and I understand that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But you did rate it like the same level as, as like MVP most valuable primate. <laughs> I'm just going to say like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. if I would have guessed your rating, I would have thought like two and a half. Right. 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 Which seems reasonable. So, yeah. So I, I I'd surprised. say like two and a half to, you know, but I think I was just like really upset in the moment. I was, I, I really, yeah. Yeah. I, I was just like waiting for it to kind of kick into full, it pitches itself so much. It literally the the tagline, like I said, is like the most Nick Cage movie ever, and it never really kicks into that. Other than he'll do some random action, like stab someone and be like ah, and it's like yeah, it's funny, but it's he he's so, he's so much crazier than that. I feel like yeah. like he never. But I guess it the movie has the struggle of him playing himself, you know, right? Whereas usually so he's, he's playing. playing yeah, he's playing like a crazy guy in a movie, but yeah. now it's it's like he wants to have, I guess, some sort of, which he should. I feel like Nick Cage deserves more respect, and I think that's another thing about the movie that upsets me is that the movie just kind of like pokes fun at his own career, or like some of his, well, like I mean, not to say it like fully disrespects. It feels like kind of an homage to him, but also doesn't fully respect his approach to acting, which I think is so unique and ridiculous and i i I don't know maybe i i just had too high expectations for this film uh yeah would you recommend people see this movie i maybe the thing is is like there's a lot of great i i would say yeah it's worth your time it's worth your time um which is probably the first time you've ever said that about something you rated one and a half stars. I know. <laughs> That's a stretch. The thing is, right now, there's like so many good movies in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like everything everywhere, I think, is still doing its thing. And um, like The Northman is out, which I we're not talking about that today, but I just got to say, phenomenal movie. Um, yeah, my I brother just, uh, saw that. What did he think? I think he liked it. I didn't really okay. ask him. I just know he gotcha. saw it interesting yeah so you can yeah. have him on the podcast true talking about the we, North- could, we could talk about the northman i recommended it to my mom which i'm second thinking <laughs> over thinking that one over yeah, yeah you have insane <laughs> recommendations to your family sometimes yeah my mom does not really like nick cage so i don't think she would like this and she doesn't like sci-fi or high concept stuff so i don't think she would like everything yeah my mom either. hates sci-fi yeah moms just don't they're not into yeah. sci-fi my dad uh wanted to watch stranger things and my mom wouldn't let him because of, it was sci-fi like they watched so i think like part of the first season i was like i don't want to watch this that's so funny and i'm like that's barely sci-fi yeah no that's like it's like character yeah. driven it's like kind of horror like yeah. adventure that's so funny yeah um so yeah i don't know this is not do not 
personally, I wouldn't say make this your top priority if you're going to go see something at the theater. Um, yeah, but not your bottom priority. Each your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would be your bottom priority? Let's see what's in the theater right now. Yeah, let me just look up the Regal. I went back to the Regal where we saw Ambulance. Yeah. I think I was in the same theater, actually. Which, I gotta say, comfy seats. I like the seats there with the recliners. W- was it the Webster one? The Webster one, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, no, I do like that theater. I used to live kind of close to it. And, I, yeah. and it has the parking garage where you can just walk right into the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. That's. I would say Father Stew is at the end of the... <laughs> Father Stew. Father Stew. What, what in Morbius? In Morbius, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Twenty One Pilots Cinema Experience. City? I remember that was the the, you know, <clears throat> the uh, previews in like trailer was everywhere for a while. Yeah. No, I I heard it's fine. I don't think it's something I would go see. It actually but... sounds similar to this movie. Yeah, it's like an it's like you know a pretty traditional. Block like co- blockbuster comedy. It seems like it's got okay. Like, wait a second. Kind it of a loaded like cast. Yeah, but also <laughs> just like the plot sounds very very similar to this movie. I'm reading it right now. Follows a reclusive romance novelist who was sure nothing could be worse than getting stuck on a book tour with her cover model until a kidnapping attempt sweeps them both into a cutthroat jungle adventure, proving life can be so much stranger and more romantic than any of her paper book fictions. Paperback. Not yeah, it's like two people <laughs> in like a tropical place. That's There's literally a billionaire. It's this movie. <laughs> you know, I'm glad Channing Tatum's back at it. He's he's been qu- kind of quiet, but he's got this. He's got Free Guy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it, it, is Channing a real name? I don't. I don't know I've any never other heard Channings. Anyone else named Channing? That's a verb. I'm Channing something. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's a that's a gerund. <laughs> it's a noun yeah, yeah, yeah. ending in ir used as a verb <laughs> i don't know any other channings no uh channing daniel meeting. in this yeah what this says if you type in channing name meeting into google it says young wolf official of the church <laughs> i don't know what that means <laughs> young wolf <laughs> that's yeah. yeah it says and now this says an official of the church resembling a young wolf <laughs> what? <laughs> um yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is also in theaters. So, mm, yeah, yeah. You know, if anyone itching to go see it. Um Yeah, no. I you know, I didn't like this one. That's that's just that's, that's just what been, it is. That's been made clear. Um but you might. I feel like I am I am definitely in the minority here. Even though we've proven a, a few people on Letterboxd didn't love it, but you know, if if you're if you're you know willing to just like have a good time, crack open a cold one, yeah, probably probably gonna be a good time. Yeah, um, or if you're a Channing, a Channing, a young yeah, wolf, yeah, yeah, a young wolf, you resemble you a young wolf, just, yeah, and have some kind of church affiliation. Yep, yep. If you're a, a young Christian wolf, the unbearable weight of a massive young wolf. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yep. Um, I. Uh, what are we feeling for? We've kind of talked about scores already. Yeah. I, I so I this. gave it a four on Letterbox. I would probably uh, pull that back to like a three and a half. Yeah. I mean, now that I'm, I, have my I either about would make me. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's, you would probably pull yours up to it too. Yeah. 
two. I, I can't. I wouldn't go any any higher than a two, but yeah, yeah. probably a two. Don't see this at at a matinee showing. Is what I'm. Don't do say. that. No. Don't, it, don't see. Preferably that. see it not sober if you're of age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In your yeah. location. Right. Um. Yeah. I. You know what? And if you are like a very big movie fan, as of course everyone who listens to this podcast is. Yep. Um. You all love movies. That's why you love hearing Carson and I talk about them. Yep. Every week. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Don't go into this thinking, oh, this would be a great Nick Cage movie. Right. Just go into being like, okay, this is going to be a stupid blockbuster that should be amusing. <laughs> it's funny, though, how much this movie references other movies and talks about, like, the art. <laughs> I guess that makes it kind of funny. It just, like, always talks about, like, the art of cinema and, like, yeah. these two guys that really want to make, like, a great character-driven drama and, like, talk about... They just talk about movies and Nick Cage has like this really pretentious like thing about him. And it's like the most unpretentious movie yeah. of the year. <laughs> it's like Right. Which I very, think is yeah. part of the joke to it's me. Totally, I don't totally like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, it know. does it's not trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh um, okay, the last thing but the, that I want to bring up. Okay. Because I've never seen this, but I know that you were a big fan of Paddington 2. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is I'm looking at my shelf right now and it has Paddington 2 right next to my Mandy Blu-ray. I have them both ne- like together, wow. which is it's like it, it looks like the shelf of someone who it would love this movie, but <laughs> <laughs> it's Paddington 2 is great and that is a good scene in the movie. I like how Paddington 2 becomes a like actual part of the film. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I really wonder if like Nick Cage is actually he's had to have actually seen it if he's Probably. talking about it, yeah. I mean, you know, if nothing else, for this film, he's probably yeah, seen yeah. It. He had research to, for research. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the unbearable weight of a. Uh, is it? Of Do you ever feel unbearably talent? weighted down by your massive talent, Karsten? <laughs> All the time by my massive head of hair. Really, that's. Yeah, I have a massive head of hair too. I actually. Yeah. So I cut my own hair because um, it's fun, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it, it saves money. Which that's not really why I do it. I do it because it's fun. Mm. Uh, but this time I did it and I only cut off the side. So I left the top really poofy Ooh, because yeah, I can go because I cut my own look. hair. Well, it's because uh-huh. I can cut my own hair. So then I can just go change it like a day later if I want to. Yeah, I just did it because yeah. it, it was amusing to me. So my yeah, hair that's, is very poofy right now on the top. That's reason not on enough. The sides. Yeah. No, I, I've only cut my own hair once and it is exhilarating. I mean, it's right. Cause it's like, you never I, know I what's see why happen. it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that movie. It's in theaters now. Um, yeah. We'll get into questions. This episode is also brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs. Pants. Oh, I said it kind of like in a different You kind of did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bird I sound, Dogs. I, mine is a little singy. Sing song. <laughs> Bird Dogs. Um, Bird Dogs. If you didn't already know, Bird Dogs makes shorts, pants, swim trunks, you name it. Um, joggers. Joggers. I just named it. But and, and, like... like all kinds of different pants, you know. I own a few myself, and I gotta say, I wear them all the time. I'm wearing them right now. These are Me these too. are a nicer pair. These aren't the joggers. These are like they're like a dark green. It's kind of hard to stand up and show them, but they're really comfortable. I sat through the movie today with them, uh, you know. And that was for you the best part of your movie experience <laughs> was just wearing <laughs> these pants. Yeah. Um. And I'm a big fan. I really like them. Something I really they like. They fit you really well. Yeah. They, they I've fit. seen you wear them in person. 
I I really like them. They their colors, you know, you got black, you got gray, you got all dark the pants green. colors. Yeah, all the all the usual pants colors. But something that I really like about them is that they have built-in underwear, which I have to say is super convenient. It feel especially now that things are getting a little bit warmer. Things yeah. just feel a lot They're nicer. They're very breathable down there. underwear. Yeah, it's a really it's like great, very lightweight. Yeah, lightweight, super super high yeah. quality. And you um, used to forget to wear underwear all the time. It's something about me that a lot of people don't know is that I used to, <laughs> I always forget my underwear and with bird dogs, you know, I don't really have to think about it much. I'm like, yeah, just put on the pants. I'm already, you just put on one ready. thing. Yeah. It yeah, saves yeah. a lot of time during the day because I struggle putting on underwear and I'm like, oh, this is just one thing to yeah. put on. So much saves, easier. Saves you like 10 minutes, you know, that whole yeah. underwear process. Um, I also never brought this up, but bird dogs have the, like the buttons they use. For the buttoning of the pants are yeah. really cool. It's like a nice like slide in yeah. type of thing. It's really it's a nice perk that I don't think I've talked about yet, but I really like that. Um, and you know, the weather is starting to heat up, Karsten. Yeah, it's we just entered May. May. Yep. It's May. It's you know, May. my birthday's in May, Karsten. And you know what? Oh my god, I'm gonna ask for some bird dogs. There we go. There we go. I, now that sounds like a joke, but I actually you literally did ask my parents yeah. to buy me bird dogs, and they already did, so I already have them. So it's kind of an using early birthday your code. Yeah. Using my code, I'm like, use my code, and you know why? Because if you use our code KCAST yeah. at checkout, you get a free whistling football, which you can there see we go. I already got because I have the the shorts already. Yep, and it's a bird great dogs. whistling it's a, football. It whistles. Well, it whistles when you throw it out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's how whistling footballs work. When you throw them, yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't try to play as an instrument. It does not work that well. Does not when you throw it, well. it whistles. Trust yep. me. Now, yeah, let me just say that the swim trunks, the shorts, I mean, bird dogs, they're, they're really comfortable. They're a good, I'm very specific about like the cutoff of the, the of shorts. It's like, I, I'm very specific about it because some are too long, some are way too short. And bird like dogs. inseam. Yeah, the inseam, that's the word. <laughs> yeah. Bird dogs. I was like, I don't know. I don't know where this is no, going. They fit great. They I'm a big fan. Um so yeah, yeah. definitely definitely check them out. Uh yeah. Using Any, our code. Our code. Birddogs.com and when you check out use our code KCAST. K C A S T. You get that free whistling football yep. and even if you're not like a person who likes to throw footballs around, yeah. You know, use the code anyways and give the football to someone that you're friends with. Yeah. Uh, because when you use the code, it, you know, helps support the pod, but also the product's great. So yeah, win-win bird win dogs, for pod win for you getting comfortable shorts or joggers or swim trunks or pants yep. code. I'm a big, big fan of the shorts, uh, yeah. I'm in Florida where it's been warm for a while. It's starting to heat up everywhere. You know, it's may. Yep. Cool design shorts. Yeah. Cool design. Do you want to see the shorts I just got? Actually, I do. I kind of do, to be honest. Okay, I'm going to give me one second. While you do that, I'm going to talk a little bit just about uh, style. You guys know I'm like pretty picky about the style. Okay. Are you putting them on right now? Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Those are nice. Yeah. Those are cool. Those That's kind of your color. You, you pulled off that pattern really well. So Yeah, so it's, can yeah. you just quickly describe the pattern to the audio listeners? The pattern is, is like a purple kind of like 90s look. I, I actually more like 80s, like purple, pink, like little streaks of of different doodles i would say like excellent scribbles yeah anyways check them out yourself bird dogs code kcast kcast uh starting with some from the patreon patreon.com slash karscast if you're a 15 dollar patron which you should be you get to ask 
<laughs> you get to ask questions for these episodes. You get your you get a guaranteed yeah. answer in, in front of thousands of people. Thousands. We're talking, you know, unless it's the John Munson episode, then <laughs> there's at least seven people like a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> twelve dozens, dozens of um, people. This first one comes from Taylor Hearts to watch the movie. And it is, what is your favorite pasta noodle shape? Bowtie. That's a good one. Bowtie is good. I love, see, here's the thing. I just enjoy plain old buttered pasta. Yeah, yeah. And bowtie is like the perfect shape for buttered pasta. Yeah. It's it's nice. It's nice. It's fun. It's cool. And in uh, France, they call it like... I forget what it is, but it's uh, butterfly is like the, what they call the shape. That's cute. That's cute. Uh, I'm going to be boring and just say rigatoni. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know how that's more uh, boring than bow tie. It, well, it's just bo- another shape. It's just a tube, you know, but it's I like you I like, like tubes. It. I like tubes. You're Simple like, guy. You know I, I go back and play Super Mario Brothers just to yep. go down those tubes. Just to go down the tubes. Um, and then I, I don't even try to complete the level. I just go down no. the tubes. Do yeah. all the warp worlds. The, those are the best part, the secret warp <laughs> worlds. Um, this next one also comes from Taylor Hearts to watch the movie, and it's if you had to choose one of your senses, sight, hearing, smell, touch, or taste, thanks for the reminder, which would it be? Wait. If you, Wait, had, to if you choose had to choose like one. Oh, one, one? Like if you had to, to choose get rid of. one. I assumed one to like you only get one of them is what i feel like that's horrible i know well that well we can answer like a nightmare it just says if you could choose one which would it be well if you only have one of them if it would feel like you're dead yeah Uh, if you could just feel stuff but you can't do anything else right if you can just look around but have no way of Of, of like feeling anything can't hear anything you're just looking you're just <laughs> that, that i would even want to answer that that's terrifying no that's that's I a little that not i would rather have zero senses than one sense <laughs> yeah that's that so you'd just be dead yeah what you're saying. <laughs> it'd be funny if like you have a group of people and each person has one of the sense and you guys just always have to wander together as like a unit. Like the, yeah, the, right. the guy who can see is the one yeah. who has to lead everyone. Function but then in the society. People, but all those people that have no touch wouldn't even yeah. know if they're being touched, being being led. <laughs> the person that can taste is telling the person that can like touch to add extra ketchup. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, I mean, the, if the person, the issue is the person with the eyes is the one who would have to do all the touching. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. See, they just wouldn't feel it. Only one of them can hear, which is the issue. <laughs> so I don't know how they would communicate with this each is, other. Uh, this is a, it sounds <laughs> this like is... a nightmare. This sounds like the, the the most nightmarish film ever. Right. That's a suicide pact. That's not. Yeah. A, this is that's a, that's the person with the eyes. A bunch of people that. W- yeah. Be, that would be an unbearable weight. That's. <laughs> um. That sounds like the un- literally the most horror. <laughs> inducing film of all time that's the next jordan think, peele film do you think there's people that just have one sense i don't want to think about that i i hope because i feel um, it's insensitive I hope that they're happy wherever they are yeah 
Are, Did you I'm just say th- insensitive, Karsten? Well, kind of. I mean, like, I feel bad if we're like, no, oh, I mean, like, I would fucking the, the, die the, if I had. <laughs> I mean, the word choice. What? Insensitive. <laughs> As in, they don't have senses. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that when I said it. Oh, boy. The unbearable weight of massive Here's the thing. People play. that are lacking, like, one sense. You know, they, one. I think that's a lot easier to, to cope with you. You know, you have a lot of other senses and they can still live very fulfilling lives. And I hope that they're happy wherever they are. Yeah. But yeah. just having one sense is, is a crazy question. Right. Yeah. I can't find anything about if there's anybody with only one sense. Like that's a crazy question. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying there's a huge gulf. I'm not trying to yeah. downplay people that are lacking like one or two senses. I'm just saying yeah. there's a huge gulf between like right. lacking one or two senses and lacking all senses except all of one. them at the same time. Yeah, because that's yeah. like what it <laughs> just yeah. Um, so that answers that question. That, well, we also didn't say if we only if we had to get rid of one. If we had to choose one, I would say sight. I would like to. Well, see. if you had to get rid of one. Oh, if you had to get rid of one. I don't know. What would you? Wait, what are the senses again? <laughs> Sight, uh, hearing, smell, touch, or taste. I would say smell. I think I could go without smell. I would say taste. Really? Because smell what? actually plays a huge part in taste. Well, I was thinking about that, yeah, but I would rather... And then you could eat really health healthy foods. And it I guess that's true. Matter. I guess that's true. All right. Well, this last one comes from a very neat guy, and it's, I recently watched The Last Dance, and I'm guessing it's something Jeff has watched. Oh, If you did watch it, Jeff, or Karsten, what did you think, and what sports series should get a series like that? I am curious, because I've heard a lot about it, and I've never actually seen it, so I'm like, what what are your thoughts? The Last Dance is about the last season of the Chicago Bulls yeah uh, run of championships in the 90s yep uh so michael jordan won three he like left for a year then he came back they won three more <laughs> yep um and it's kind of about like the last you know their their last time together as a team winning yep. all these all these championships their last dance uh, now as far as i know it was pretty heavily um like the narrative was pretty heavily altered by like michael jordan uh-huh so it makes him look really good <laughs> Um, but I mean, it's he already looks pretty good as is. Yeah, yeah, it's still a fascinating thing to watch just because of all the archival footage. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, and just seeing, you know, what it it's like to be on this this team with this group of people that just like wins so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so it's a, it's a very enjoyable thing to watch. I'll say, yeah. I liked it. Nice. Um, yeah, worth a worth a watch. It's worth a for... watch. It's it's long. It's like a yeah. ten part documentary. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it focuses on like various important players, like Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman. Right, who's, right. Dennis Rodman's a really interesting person. Yeah, like Dennis Rodman for a few years ago was like taking trips to North Korea. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I've I've seen that on like Twitter and like people talk about. I obviously know who Dennis Rodman is. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you you know him from such films as Double Team. <clears throat> exactly. Which I've seen. The, yep. Who hasn't? You know. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. Um, yeah, 
No, wait, we, you should read the, the synopsis real quick of Double Team. Of Double Team? Yeah. Double Team. <laughs> really good. Really, I feel like, let me just say this. I feel like Dennis Rodman was ahead of the the curve with the style. I feel like a oh, lot yeah. of people copy Dennis Rodman these days um, with the with the hair and the just the style. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the synopsis reads, he's a one-man arsenal, dot, 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 with enough voltage to rock the free world. They don't play by the rules. You're either on their side or in their way. America's top counter-terrorist usually works alone. This time, he's got company. That was a hilarious synopsis. That doesn't that tell you anything. didn't tell me a damn Okay, but, <laughs> okay, you see who the other star of the film is? Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it does. That's, see, say you've it. you've seen it. Oh yeah. Wow. This, Wait, it this says looks I've like seen a it? good. Yeah, you've you've watched it. Yeah. Oh wow. Watched by Jeff Borslow. It's on Netflix. We should watch Double Team sometime. Yeah. Seems like uh, <laughs> well, it's got an interesting ratings distribution, but yeah. <laughs> the, uh, one of the, the top. Other... What? Oh, uh, sorry. You you continue. One of the top reviews is seems like there are a lot of cowards online who don't appreciate cinema when it looks <laughs> them in the eye. <laughs> Talking about double team. Yeah. <laughs> what was the what, what were you no, going to say? I was going to say we there's we're neglecting the second part of this question. Uh what was the second part of this question? Um it's like what other sports you... series? Oh. Okay, so like, what other <clears throat> thing that happened would make a good series like this? What did you think, and what sports series should get a series like that? I mean, I'm not, I'm so out of touch about sports, I can't really say mm-hmm. like what I, you know, I feel like a thing about like the only sport, like it's just the things that I know about. I'm like a thing about Brett Favre could be interesting. Brett Favre is uh, very, very suspect. Yeah, I'll yeah, put it yeah. That way, that's that's why I'm like I don't know much about sports. I only know yeah. Brett Favre is uh, not someone you want to uh, to know more. Be about. looking up to. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. Um, how about uh something on Michael Phelps? Yeah, I. You know what would be actually a really really interesting Mark character, uh, like a character study. Yeah, would yeah, be yeah. Michael Vick. Uh, he, yeah, because you know, as someone who had such a, a a high peak and then like was shot down so quickly, and then um, has been like trying to you know kind of make right yeah with their past choices. I think that would be an interesting thing to see. For so sure. I'm gonna say Michael Vick. Nice. Um, there are actually a John Boy's documentary, The History of the Atlanta Falcons, is a little bit on that. Okay. Um, which is, it's this guy who does really in-depth youtube documentaries on sports mm. like they just did that there's the history of the seattle mariners um and then also recently history or it's like the story of dave steeb who is a pitcher for the uh toronto blue jays so highly recommend john boy's <laughs> documentaries on youtube great yeah and on that note let's uh let's wrap things up let's <laughs> let's Let's we you we did manage to get a recommendation segment in there, so that's that's great. It's um, big big win for us. Big win for us. Uh, we'll start by uh, announcing the movie for next week, which is not a movie. 
it's going to be the advice episode, which I know you're like, that's the second time you've said that. And that's because we thought the advice episode would come this week. And then we did this movie. We're sorry about that. Yeah. Thankfully, we didn't spoil We, we anything, had to so. be a part of the zeitgeist for the Nick Cage we got to keep it relevant. Movie. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If we're not relevant, um, this podcast we're will nothing. cease to exist. Yeah. We, we need. That's why we clicks. did Miracle. Right. Exactly. We, we got to be relevant. I mean, that. That only happened, that movie was only 18 years old, and the event yep. he was talking about was 42 years old. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And also, next... John Munson, who all of the people listening to this podcast are well aware of who that is. Yep, yep. Household name. Household name. Very, uh, very nice guy. Very nice guy. Um. So no movie next week, just advice. Strictly advice. But we already answered, we already did it, so don't send us... Don't send us more advice. Save those for the next time we do this, which we will do it again, unless nobody listens to the next one. Then we won't do it again. Uh, This next section is reading a review because we love hearing what you guys have to say about the podcast. Uh, Feel free to drop us a review with a star rating, and we will read it Um, because that's what we do at the end of every podcast, and it also helps us, we think. Uh, This one comes from Josh C., but cooler, and it's from the United States of America. Subject line is Karskast? Question mark. Five stars. And it reads, I've always been aware of the show, but I really got into it mid-2020, and I've been a weekly listener ever since. Carson and Jeff are very entertaining to listen to, and Jeff is very chill on the movie cord. They never cease to release a good podcast every week. Because of this podcast, I've been turned on to the world of filmmaking, and I'm actually about to go to film school later this year, and I definitely would not have had this with had that without this getting me into some good movies, i.e. Kazam, Howard the Duck. <laughs> thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, Josh. That's a very Thank sweet Thank you, Josh. I hope you have a review. great time at film school. Yeah. I know Jeff and I did. We That's how I met Karsten. Out of it. Yeah. yeah. That was the biggest thing I got out of film <laughs> school. Yeah. <laughs> um... Next, we like to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash Carson. I'm ready for a spicy read of the oh, names. I feel good about today's. Um, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash Carscast. And in fact, you really should become a patron. If you've been on the fence about doing so, I would say you should you should go for it. Now's a good time to do it. Yeah, um, we do uh, monthly hangouts with Carson and I where we answer all your questions. We have a nice group chat as like yep. it's like usually a small group, like you know, like yeah. eight to ten people. We all just kinda hang out, yep. talk about movies, and then we play some GeoGuessr together. It's a really good time. Yeah, you get uh exclusive bonus episodes to a month, which we just put some out for this month. Um which are a blast. You know, you yeah, we answer all answered. of the a lot of other questions that anyone yeah. sends us and then we also just play some geoguessr with carson and i yep uh we we now that i have like a virtual camera where we can show both of our screens at the same time for geoguessr we do some like competitive duels and those get pretty heated they they i yell at carson i scream it i scream things the meanest things you've heard happen i say your hair does not look tremendous today it just looks merely yeah good yep it's awful I've yeah <laughs> it, it really it hurt hurts you know, the confidence of carson run friendships the man are split tremendous hair join the Patreon. i mean honestly it's great hair yeah you should you. never have been a swimmer because it just messes up that hair you have no that you 
it was so bad. It it fucked up my hair tremendously. Probably turned it green as well. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Too, you, <clears throat> I'm glad you don't swim anymore because your hair too, is is too. worth keeping dry. Thanks, man. Um, Honestly, don't even take a shower just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. Alex Thomas, Anson Contreras, Big Beard, Pirate, Camilla, Coop, David Borslow, David Sir, Eden, Eli Brow, Finn Richardson, Gavin Gibson, Goodnight Tail, Jay Neeston, John Van Hout, Joshua Hughes, KDT, let's change the Google search results, PTA, uh, Levin, I don't know what to change this to, Liv Rob, Lul Hadi, Luke Warm, Maddie Robertson, Martin Duff, Mary Lee Borslow, Maxine Schmidt, Meridian, Michael, Monopoly Shrimp on the Barbie, Monroe Page, Nathan Worley, Owen Felton, Pasta, Pete Sethanant, Queen of Staten Island, Quentin Martini, Riley Ost, Ryan M, Stella Perry, Super Kelly Fires, XBL, Adosha Smitty, Werbin, Jagerman Jensen, Taylor Hartz to watch the movie 10 Billion, The Raccoon from Airbud 7th Inning Fetch, Vegard Strom, Wes Kinley, Wiley Todd, Yusuf A, Zachary Fritz, Z- uh, Zizhang Koo, uh, Zoinks, and Zoe Hernandez McDonald. Thanks, That's guys. a pretty good read. Yeah, it was okay. A lot of new names in there. Which... Yeah, which we we really appreciate it, and it's a great way to support us. You know, mm-hmm. make us. You know, we, we feel like that makes us feel like we're doing the right thing with the podcast, yep. and just keep churning away watching these movies. Got it. Talking to I'll, Carson, I'll I talk will say, even harder the more patrons we have. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what were you gonna yeah, say? That's how it goes. It's like it fuels us. I was gonna say if you are already a patron, you should consider going to the patron Zoom hangouts every month. And yeah. To know about them, follow us on Twitter at Carscast. And uh, get in on all those those fun updates. Um, that is going to do for the episode, I think. Um, yeah. What do you got well, planned the rest of the day, Jeff? Um, I'm probably going to sleep a lot. Yeah. Nice. Well, how about you? I'm going to edit this What I Watched This Month video. Oh, nice. Uh, what's your favorite <clears throat> thing you watched? Oh, that's actually a great question. Uh, favorite wasn't thing? This. No. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite thing I watched this month was probably The Northman. Go check it out. Nice. I need so, water. Oh, my God. This was your least favorite thing you watched this month. Um, I'm looking at the list, and I <laughs> I, I think it was. <laughs> I think it was. Um, well, I have anything else to say? Catch you on the flip side, Carson <laughs> Ronquist. Catch you on the flip side. Flip side.